Good morning. This is Fed965. That's FED965. And welcome to Baby Blue Viper. I hope everyone's having a nice Thursday morning. Uh, I know I am. Um, I'm feeling much better, by the way. Um, almost fully recovered from the COVID booster. You know, that knocked me out here for a few days. But, uh, uh, you know, I'm pretty much back up and running, I would say. And um, so that's good. That's definitely a good thing. And it's, uh, it's a sunny day today. I was... Uh, I was woken up, you know, relatively early. The uh, the neighbors here are uh, installing a new uh, a roof, it seems. So, um, you know, that's that's a new development in the neighborhood, uh, a new roof. And uh, yeah, we'll see how that plays out. Um, what's next? Um, I oh yeah, I mowed the lawn yesterday. I know I. I told you that I would be uh, checking to see if the lawn needed mowing and I checked and it did need mowing and so I did mow the lawn. I actually mowed the front and back lawns. Um, I have a, um, you know, a push mower. I'm a fan of the push mower. It is a uh, craftsman mower. And I uh, don't know if you are aware, but those, uh, you know, craftsman mowers um, are actually, they use a Honda motor. Um, and, um, you know, I have absolutely no complaints so far about either the mower or the motor. Um, both work uh, excellent. Um, I, you know... Without getting in too deeply with regards to the the motor, and this would be the Honda motor in the uh, Craftsman mower, um, but the um, you know these motors are are built to be they're built to not ever having to need an oil change this is how they are marketed and um you know that may be the case that may definitely be the case they it may not need an oil change but i will tell you that you know if you're using it a good amount and i have been using the mower a good amount already they definitely we require a lot of oil so though you may not need to change the oil, you definitely need to be aware of your oil level and you will need to um, refill the oil. Um, if I recall, it uses a uh, 10W30 oil. Um, but like I said, you know, they are marketed as not ever having to need an oil change. Um so far, I guess that's the case. I don't want to go in too deeply into it, but you know, you're if you're constantly just filling up, you know, the oil, and you never need to change the oil. It's always the the age old question is, well, where does 
you know, the, uh, the old oil go? Does it all just get burned up into the atmosphere and there's no kind of residue that would need changing? You know, there's no kind of dirty residue? Is, is that what we're saying here? Um, then again, that might be the case. And, you know, I don't want to I don't want to go into deeply into it because it is a good lawnmower and it is uh, an excellent motor on it. So, you know, uh, Craftsman and Honda are obviously on to something here. So who am I to say that it needs an oil change? Because clearly, you know, maybe it doesn't. But um, that's that. And why don't we just dive right in? So, the price of Bitcoin is currently 28,108 USD. The block height is 736069. And as we briefly touched upon uh briefly touched upon yesterday, excuse me. Um you know, there's a lot of noise with uh Terraform Labs rumors of citadel in the background manipulating um and then you have you know this is all just a waste of breath but you have you know luna you know just you know just taking a dive to nothingness here even though in my opinion it, it was already nothing and we're just seeing the market finally tell us that it was nothing because that's what uh, markets should do. Markets should reveal information, okay? Um, that would be in a, um, you know, in a, a free market with, you know, with free price discovery. Um, the market should reveal underlying information. Of course, markets are manipulated, and that is why the market doesn't always reveal the information. But... Um, good thing about um, this new um, this new system, specifically, uh, let's stay away from anything but Bitcoin because there really is nothing but Bitcoin. Everything else is noise. Um, and so Bitcoin allows us to uh, it allows us to see the uh, the information. That's what Bitcoin really is. It is it is some would say it is a a road well it's a road to to uh it is a road to perfect information now some would say that the road itself is perfect information and that's when you get into you know semantics right that's when you get into semantics but you know the point being that bitcoin is information okay it is information without noise and that's the most important part here that we need to stress it is information without noise specifically we are seeing because remember we touched upon this briefly that we when you look at the price of bitcoin remember you are looking at two things here you are looking at bitcoin and you are looking at whatever it is being priced uh, buy so in this case 28,108 USD we are seeing here Bitcoin and we are seeing here USD so we need to analyze both sides of the equation here okay so this is revealing information about 
Bitcoin as it is revealing information about USD um, and what goes into both of those uh, both of those uh, variables here. So, right, you have um, the inflation data that is priced into USD, and then on the Bitcoin side, you have this growing monetary network. So, okay, both sides of an equation. Um, but in the end, as we all know, one Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin. Um, so let's not go in too deeply with this. Remember, all this stuff about Luna, USD, pegging, de-pegging, blah, 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 doesn't really matter in the long run. What It's probably going to be just, you know, a footnote in a footnote in a footnote in a footnote in the history of bitcoin okay so i mean I, I doubt we'll be talking about anything like terraform labs luna ust um in the following week i will probably forget that i even ever mentioned luna ust terraform labs in the following week i doubt that i will have any kind of recollection but will I, what i guarantee that i will be talking about is bitcoin okay and there's probably going to be some other kind of noise surrounding Bitcoin. Because remember, everyone's just trying to gain a, a grasp of what this new system is. We are all just learning as we go. The big players, the small players, the managers, and the spectators. Okay? And even those who aren't even at the stadium yet. Okay, even those who haven't even turned on the TV to watch the game yet, even those who don't even know what game we're playing, even those who don't like games. Okay, everyone is learning about Bitcoin on the fly as we go. Now, some have been in the space longer, so they have had more time to learn. That's that's there's no doubt about that, and that is extremely important. There are those who who have spent more time learning about Bitcoin. Absolutely. Absolutely. But even those have only been learning about it. What max? What max here? 13 years? Is that what we're talking about? Max? Um, so uh, let's let me just confirm something. Um, let me just confirm something. Yeah, what is it, 2009, right? That, that's the... So what is it now? 2022? So yeah, that's what I was saying, right? 13 years, so that's max. Um, but, you know, uh, everyone else, we're all just learning as we go. And we're going to keep doing that. And it's great. It's absolutely fantastic. It's great. And I'm loving every single second of it, and as should you as should you so why don't we move on what do we have and the new york times is giving us that finland is moving closer to joining nato a blow to russia um finland's leaders announced their support for applying to join nato the move was prompted by russia's invasion of ukraine moscow said it would take necessary measures to protect itself as President Vladimir Putin showed no sign of backing down in Ukraine. Yep, um, you know, this is what I was saying yesterday, that things do not seem to be cooling down. They seem to be heating up uh, as Finland now moves closer to joining NATO. Um, 
you know. I don't know what to think of this. Uh, you tell me. You tell me. Um, I just hope that this doesn't escalate. We don't want uh, an escalation of war in Europe. We already have war in Europe. And if this escalates further, well, it's not going to get better. But hopefully I'm wrong. Hopefully that there is a cooling down here. And um, let's just hope for that. What else? Breaking. The Milky Way's black hole comes to light. Astronomers said that they had captured the first picture of the gentle giant dwelling at the center of the galaxy. A supermassive black hole. Is There's, I'm um, looking at the first direct image of, uh, what is that? Sag Sagittarius A asterisk? The black hole at the center of the Milky Way. Okay. It's a beautiful pick, and uh, I, uh, I hope you check it out. That is from the New York Times. And last thing for the New York Times, a pro-Trump lawyer pressed Pennsylvania legislator to throw out Biden votes. This is John Eastman argued that mail ballots in the 2020 election could be cold in a way that would reverse former President Trump's loss in the state. I'm looking here at a picture of John Eastman left and Rudy Giuliani at a pro-Trump rally just before the Jan 6 assault on the Capitol. Okay, so why don't we move to the CNN. And um, same thing right off the bat, we have Russia warns Finland over NATO membership. Um, yeah. The Kremlin calls Finland's plans to join NATO a threat and says it will look at measures to ensure its security. Okay. Um, breaking. Naomi Judd died of self-inflicted firearm. Firearm wound. Ashley Judd reveals who's Naomi Judd. The younger Judd. In it. Wait, what? No. Oh, it's it's Ashley Judd's mother. Excuse me. Mm hmm. Well. Um. I send my condolences to the Judd family. Okay, and what else on CNN? Passenger with no flying experience lands plane after pilot became incapacitated. Well, that sounds impressive. It's a nice, you know, feel-good story. I have no idea how to fly the airplane, quote, the pilot on his single-engine Cessna 208 had gotten incoherent. The passenger was telling air traffic controllers Tuesday afternoon, according to audio from liveatc.net. It was, he stressed, a serious situation. Wow. Well, it looks like with the help of the 
air traffic controllers they uh they help the passenger land the plane the cessna what was it a cessna 208 well that's cool and great um you know one day i would love to uh to fly a cessna or any kind of plane um obviously not in that uh in those circumstances but I do hope to fly a plane one day. Moving on. Why don't we go to the Washington Post? Same thing right off the bat. Russia says Finland's NATO plan definitely a threat. And look at the same thing. I like this. Supermassive black hole seen at the center of galaxy. Okay. Uh, what do we got? I, saw, I don't know if you have seen this. I saw this, I think it was on Twitter or, or somewhere, but there's this uh, video of this North Carolina beach home collapsing into the sea, literally into the sea. Um, the incident on the Outer Banks has exposed the risk to shoreline homes from storms in the rising sea. And I think I also saw somewhere it had been valued at 300000 or so USD. Um, so that's uh, that's just a wow um, that you know the sea level seem to be rising. I'm no expert in either climate change or uh, the sea and sea levels, but um, that is a data point that we should all be aware of. Biden marks one million U.S. coronavirus. Excuse me coronavirus deaths and that's all that I see on the Washington Post um, you know you tell me but uh, I'm having just a little I'm having a moment of you know where I should be getting my uh, my news from I'm sure that you're all feelings in a, or have felt you know similar uh, similar feelings here about you know who do we trust where uh, where we get our news from the you know the big three of the New York Times, the CNN, the Washington Post. These are you know established here, traditional media, legacy media. Um, but you know when you're talking about you know just getting some you know news for the day, they you know they still they still lead the charge. I would say um, I guess we could throw in the Economist, but. I don't know if you really go to the Economist for you know your daily news, more like more in-depth editorials and articles about you know specific you know topics. But for your daily news, where where do you go? Where do you go if you don't go to these big three? Um, something I'm trying to look into. So any uh, suggestions would be appreciated. Um, but why don't we go into the objectives for the day? So I'm feeling a lot better, a lot better. I'm not 100%, but, you know, I'm going to try to get in some light exercise today. Yeah, I think I can do that. Um, I'm going to try to, I will, excuse me, I will. We always want to, why don't we work on our, the will. So I will meditate today. Um, I will read. I will write. 
and I will engage in uh, photography, you know, the pursuit of photography. And I will practice or engage in the pursuit of archery. Okay. And um, along with that, why don't we, um, you know, just uh, briefly touch upon yesterday's homework on this idea of sustainable change. This idea of sustainable change for the good, right? Um, and what, what are the, the factors that lead or that can help us along this, this track, this track of maintaining change for the good, right? This is sustainable change for the good. And, you know, one thing that, um, that came to me, I think it was, you know, at some point between either, I think it was between waking, no, 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 it was between sleeping and waking, or between going to sleep and dreaming, somewhere along those lines, it came to me that faith plays a very important part in sustainable change for the good. Um, I would say that this is faith. This is a broad, we're talking about very broad, you know, we're, we're taking broad strokes here um, of, of, of what faith is, okay? So this, is, this can be faith in oneself, this is can be faith in others. This can, of course, be faith in the divine. Okay, but let's let's just let's just ruminate on the idea of faith here and how it can help us with um, with our idea of sustainable change for the good. Because if one has faith then one has a better chance, I would say, a much better chance of making forward-thinking decisions. Okay, this is important. Forward-thinking decisions. Um, and it is forward-thinking decisions that allow us to maintain the change for the good. Okay? Remember, it's very important, not just the change, but maintaining the change. And how do we maintain the change, the sustaining of the change? Well, I would argue that faith plays an important part here. Remember, this is faith in a very general, very abstract sense of faith. But if one has faith, let's just take it as this. If one has faith in oneself, okay, then that means that one will make decisions that are, are forward thinking that are more long term, okay? Because if one doesn't have faith in oneself, then one is always living in a very short term time frame, very, 
you know, the, the, the time preference. You're in a very short time preference because you don't have faith in yourself. So you don't really, it doesn't really matter to you what happens even say a year from now, okay? Because you don't have faith perhaps that you will even get to that year, okay? You don't have faith that you will last a year. Let's just take it like that. So you don't think long-term, you don't think forwardly, okay? Because you need an element of faith to to sustain you that you will that you even need to be you know thinking forwardly okay now this is just remember faith in a very broad 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 sense so we're still working out the details here but let's just say that there is an element of faith that is that underlies is sustainable change for the good again remember this is this could be faith in others of course, because if you don't have faith in others, okay, then then you don't really care what happens a year from now either. You don't think forwardly because, well, it's all going to shit, right? It's all going to shit. So who really cares what happens a year from now? It doesn't really matter. It's all shit, okay? So that, see, that's one way of looking at things. But if you do have faith in others, well, then you think forwardly because, oh, a year from now, you also know that they... Well, the others will will also be will be will be, you know, helping build their own lives for the be for the better, for the good. And that makes, you know, the community better. So that makes the society better. OK, so if you think like that and you're thinking forwardly because you you also think a year from now, OK, you know, everyone's going to be in a better place. I'm planning for this brighter future because I have faith in others will be planning the same way. I have faith that I will be planning the same way. I have faith that I will, you know, have vitality and will want to live and, and, and create a bright life a year from now, as will others around me. They will want these same things. Okay, so that's having faith in others as well as in yourself. And all of these cause you to think forwardly. You know, they cause you to have goals. You know, what I'm, what do I want to hit a week from now, a month from now, a year from now, a decade from now, okay? So I'm saying that, that in a very broad sense, faith is a very <clears throat> important, you know, underlying, um, uh, it's, a, it's, it's an underlying aspect here of sustainable change. And I just that got me thinking um so you know like i mentioned earlier my neighbors are are uh, are installing a new roof right now so that's that's the same kind of thing right so they have faith that you know that they're gonna that they're gonna be around in a year or or for some reason you know they they are thinking forwardly there right because if you don't think forwardly, you wouldn't need to install a new roof because it wouldn't matter. You know, it's like, oh, whatever happens today, tomorrow, it's no big deal. You don't, you're not thinking for the future. Whereas even if you're going to sell that, even if you're only installing the roof to sell the house, which may be the case, I can't speak for them. I don't know what's behind their decision to install a new roof. But um, even if it's... <clears throat> Even if it's, just, if it's just to sell the house, that's still forward thinking, okay? Because you're still planning to sell the house. That in itself is a forward thinking 
uh, thought. And then after that, of course, you're going to take money and we have to buy a new house or you need to rent or you need to do something with that money. You need to invest it. I don't know, but you're clearly doing something with it. Right. So it's forward thinking in that sense. So there is an element of faith there in that they have faith that they will still be around. OK, to use that money, even if it's just that, even if we're just talking about that. And if not, then they will, let's say that they don't even have faith in that. Let's say that they don't think that they will be around to use the money, that they might die. Okay, well then they, I'm sure they will have plans to give that money to someone, to their children, grandchildren, right? Inheritance, charity at the, at the very least, okay? So they have faith that somebody else will make use of that money, okay? So they are still thinking forwardly. By installing that roof they are thinking forwardly and there there is an element of faith in that decision to install that roof that's what I'm talking about right here I'm talking about faith and forward-thinking decisions I'm talking about faith and sustainability okay so why don't we why don't we leave it at that let's keep um, thinking about this idea of sustainable change for the good specifically in how faith relates to this idea of sustainable change for the good okay and i will see you soon